Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to Made of Your Own with me, Linda Moyo. And me, Claire Quonser. And Merry Christmas to everybody listening. Merry Christmas. We hope you had a great day. Yeah. Um, and we thought that for this Christmas special we would keep it nice and lighthearted yep. and maybe just chat about hair icons and who we've been kind of uh, inspired by this year and in yeah. previous years. Previous years, people that we think of as having, I guess, a great... Um, a great maybe relationship with their hair or people that you quite strongly associate with their hair too. So when you think of a particular person, you know, if, if their hair is something that springs to mind, um, then that's probably how they've got on to the list. I think before we start as well, we normally sort of just talk about what our current hair state is, but I think it would be worth us just saying that like, as this is a festive season, so like <laughs> special times of year, do you have a particular go-to hairstyle for when... Um, it's like a special occasion, Claire. Oh, a special a special occasion. To be honest, I'll probably end up getting some kind of hair extensions, either braided or twisted into my hair. Yeah. Um, partly because it's it's neat and reliable, so I know that when I wake up, it will still look it will still look good. Um, but I might every now and then maybe go for something a bit longer. Maybe I went yeah. through a bit of a phase of having longer braids. Um, the ones where you kind of braid and then you leave a lot at the end that's yeah. kind of curly yeah, and wavy. Yeah, yeah. So for a special occasion, that's probably the type of look that I'd go for. Yeah, I like if I've got more time, I like to do faux locks. Um, but they really do take up a lot of time. Like mm. we're talking days. Wow, because it's like a triple process in terms of you've got to do the obviously get your hair prepped and then do the plaits underneath and then wrap the Marley hair around the plaits and then you've got to burn the ends yeah. or whatever. So it is uh, it is quite a long process, but that's one of my favourites. Um, but I think generally speaking, when it's an occasion like Christmas, the festive period or whatever, yeah. I just like something where it looks good and I don't have to really think about it. Yeah, that's the, you want it to yeah. keep, keep it simple, but still There'll be no good. plaiting of tinsel into these plaits, <laughs> but you know, I still like to. So it's nice to look and feel good, isn't it? So um, let's get started. So our icons, hair icons, we've sort of thought long and hard about these. We have. We've had to discuss and debate with each other and there are a few yeah. people that didn't make the list. No, but may make next year's list, who knows. Um, and we've kind of done it as a top 10, so we're going to work backwards from 10. Yeah. And as Claire just said, we kind of had to reach a compromise on certain people. Uh but this is roughly, yeah, who... I think we're happy with yeah, them. I think we've yeah. got a good list. We've represented a good so. mixture of people. So let's get into it. So number 10. At number 10. <laughs> so we've actually gone for um, a double header on this one because there are two people. Two, great to see two British um, black women in there. And we've got Jamelia and also Misha B. So yeah, I think Jamelia's in there. Because she's probably doing so much for, I think, for natural hair in the UK. Um, she's probably kind of the most um, prominent 
person I'd say that's capturing the attention of, of a mainstream audience really isn't she so she's that person that's really flying that flag isn't yeah, she I feel like it's ever since she did that documentary I can't remember what it was called yes was a good few years back but she went she went to she, India she went didn't to she India to find out where her extension hair comes from like human hair yeah and the process of it and she just I think it kind of shocked her as it would most of us, because we don't really think about where it comes from, just in the same way we don't think about where our food comes from. Exactly. Uh, the conditions and things. And she sort of said at the end of it that, that she was done with yeah. that type of thing, weaves and all that, and that she would be looking at a more natural hair yeah. existence from that point forward. And to be fair to her, she has stuck with that. She has, and I think that's what's been nice about it, the fact that it, it's it's been genuine. It's been authentic. Yeah. She didn't just do it to be able to get the views on a particular documentary. Then you know what? A year later, she's gone back to the weaves or whatever it yeah. might be. I think it feels like it was actually a genuine moment for her, and now she's continuing to um you know to talk about natural hair, and she's really yeah. showing it off. I know that um just for World Afro Day in um twenty eighteen, she um. Yeah, I think she did a piece for that as well, talking about how the fact that she really, she likes the fact that she's um, rocking her natural hair and just how it's inspiring her children as well, making them feel comfortable about their own hair. Yeah. I've not seen one track of Remy or Yaki on her head No, since. no. Um, and instead she is working with what she was born with, pretty much. She is, yeah. She's taking it to mainstream. So like she was on this, was she on this morning, I think it was, or she had like a segment or something. Yes, yeah. So I'd often watch, she'd do like these little Facebook videos where she would just be like her getting ready and it would be speeded up. So you yeah. just see, I think she still does them as well now and again. So you would just see her combing out her afro, doing it in twists or buns or plaques or whatever, um, which is just something that we don't really get to see much of it's in true. terms of celebrities doing that. So I think for that reason, yeah, she is one of our top 10 icons. And then um, the other person was Misha B., which, so I follow Misha B on Instagram. Misha B, for anyone that can't remember or didn't watch, was uh, was on The X Factor a few years ago and she did really well. She had probably the best voice, to be fair, on that year. Yeah, a bit of a scandal when but she got kicked off, wasn't it? a scandal about bullying and things, yeah. which I've got mixed views on. Mm. I don't know her. I don't know the situation, the circumstances, but I did feel like it was a bit of a, I don't know, do you think like stereotyping? I think so, yeah. I think there was definitely some stereotyping going on in just because situation. she was a bit loud and proud and you know yeah but that's that's the a problem. confident black woman oh has, an, sit, has exactly. an attitude problem basically so yeah i was a bit team misha to be honest i still am um but she she's still doing the music thing she lives in manchester Yay. as well so she's really local to us which is lovely um and yeah if you follow her on instagram she is always doing things with her hair and i think she does her hair herself as well so she does braids and afro puffs and she's just very very creative with it and just has her own sort of unique style which is what i like about her so yeah she is joint place with jamelia for us even though she's not quite as um in the spotlight as jamelia i think that she should be because she is she is doing things with her hair and uh sharing them basically exactly so that was number 10 so that was number 10 number nine okay so number nine um Another double. Another double. Because we can't make our minds. <laughs> They're not all doubles, by the way. Um, but the, I guess the, the first half of our number nine is Janelle Monet. Yay. Who I think is just amazing when it comes to her hair. She's always got interesting styles 
Um, and it's so healthy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's quite it's long quite as thick. well and like luscious and just, yeah, I think that she really does protective styles very well without always going to box braids or... Yeah, it's, you know. she doesn't necessarily kind of rely on no. safe protective styles. I no. think that's the thing. It's always like buns and things. Yeah. Um, it looks like a lot of work goes into it though. Like I always, whenever I see her like on a red carpet or something, I do think, oh yeah, you know, I do get a bit of hair envy yeah. when I see her. I wasn't even convinced that it was all her hair until I saw her at, I think it, she came to Manchester Academy. Yeah. It must have been about four years ago maybe or something and she was dancing so hard <laughs> she had that big quiff like bun quiff type thing and you could just see it going 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 it's gonna fall it's gonna fall and it just felt like fell like unraveled itself yeah but her hair was just yeah long and wow. afro-y but, but a long afro and she didn't care and uh yeah i just think that she uh she's got such a unique style she has yeah and i think um I just like the fact that she really embraces the hair that she has. She's not afraid to be different with it. She's not afraid to try new things. Um, very, very confident with her look. So, yeah, definitely a fan of her. Yeah. And in the joint place with her is someone that's probably lesser known, I guess, but equally as good. It's uh, the lead singer of the Noisettes, uh, Shingai Shoniwa, I think I'm pronouncing I think that's that how correctly. I pronounce it, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've always liked her because... She, Partly because she's Zimbabwean. <laughs> so I've been a bit of a fan of hers for a while. But I, she she actually has similar traits to Janelle Monae, actually. Yes. They're both a bit kind of like left field, wacky, just don't really care what other people think. Like when I saw the Noisettes in concert, yeah. again, another concert in Manchester, it was at the Ritz. She was like, this kind of like a balcony area. And she was like climbing up there, hanging upside down. Wow. Her hair's doing all sorts. I just, she just has a real carefree attitude to life. Yeah. And that's reflected through her hair I too. I like that, but kind of carefree, but not lazy. Yeah. I feel like both of them are quite bold. So they are adventurous and bold with it. So whilst they are carefree and without worrying what other people think, they, you know, they, they really like to challenge with styles and things, yeah. which I think is a good thing. And you can always see their texture. Yes. Because, you know, like, yes. I think with me, I hide my texture quite a lot with braids and things um, because it is a laziness because I know it's more hard work to deal with my actual texture, whereas they don't. They will do things where you really see their texture, like quiffs and buns and things like that. Yeah, you can so. really see it and they're not afraid to hide it. I really, really like both of them. A lot of respect for both of them. Two beautiful women just rocking their natural hair and being really, really bold and brave with it. Yeah. Totally. Okay, so number eight. Number eight. So I think these two. So it's another another joint. <laughs> but I think I think these two were both ones that I thought of, weren't they? I yeah. Think. Now I guess I, th I guess these two came to my mind because, as I suppose we all do, you look for people that you think have similar hair to you, um, as like inspiration, um, and. They, to be honest, they don't completely have the same hair, but um, they definitely did have inspired me like over the years. So the first person is Corinne Bailey Ray, so another British mm -hmm. singer from Leeds. I actually met her in person. It was again, I went to her gig, and then she did like a kind of meet and greet afterwards, oh, cool. and I stuck around because I wanted to see if she had extensions in or not. <laughs> Like, so, forget about the music. I just want yeah, to see your hair. <laughs> I was convinced. Like, I was like, there's no way it can be that long because it was like 
properly cascading down her arms past her shoulders. And I was like, no, it can't have got that long that quickly. But and she was lovely. She gave me a hug. So I got right in there. <laughs> checking the roots, yeah, checking the tracks. I've actually, got, I've actually got a blog post where of a picture of me hugging her. And it's all hair because I had my hair out too. Um, and I, no, it's it's all real. Um, and yeah, if you actually read up or Google it, she, she's done quite a few interviews um, where she's mentioned her hair and she actually has quite a lot to say on it. Um, so she said that she was natural until she was about 13. And then she, like a lot of us, including me, got on the kind of relaxer journey. Um, she didn't really look after her hair very well. Um and then, so she had this kind of relaxer for quite a few years and ended up having it really, really short, just like real short kind of boy, boy cut, but then realised how unhealthy it was. It was kind of breaking and stuff. Mm. So she said that before she went to university, um, someone asked her to be a hair model and she thought, oh yeah, I'll get a free relaxer out of this <laughs> because obviously relaxing is expensive, <laughs> but he dyed it and did all this stuff to it. And then basically I think it kind of uh, must have got quite damaged I think she started to use different products and things and then she sort of started to discover her new texture, her, her, her original texture basically growing yeah. back and she just sort of thought, right, I'm just going to grow it out over time and uh, she'd twist it and do different things to it. And I think it just basically started from there and then obviously her singing career blossomed and um, that kind of became her signature look. And I just think she's a really good example of somebody that has been through what a lot of us have been through yeah. of that age group. Um, which is the kind of chemicals and things, got herself out of it, not through any kind of movement, but just because she wanted to. And then she's just learned her hair. And as a result of learning how to treat her natural hair, it's so healthy and it has grown really long and just really, really suits her. So I find her quite inspiring in that sense. Definitely. And she's quite open about sharing tips. So I know she did a, an interview with curlynicky.com. Yes. And uh, so you can Google that and she's sort of like taught through her whole regime and what products she uses and everything. And actually when I met her, I told her I've got a hair blog and she wrote it down because she was like, <laughs> oh, I love hair blogs. I love to like learn new things about hair. So I'll check it out. I don't know if she ever did, but you know, <laughs> I just thought it was really nice. So she was a uh, joint place at number eight with another singer. This time it's a German singer you may or may not have heard of called Joy Denalani. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Um, again, she's someone else I've met <laughs> uh, randomly. But this was uh, when I got married in New York and the hotel we were staying at, we went down for breakfast and I looked across the room and I was like, I know that woman. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that singer, Joy. No way. And so I had to go over because I'd bought her album like back in the day. So I went over and uh, just said, oh, you know, I'm a big <laughs> fan and whatever. So she would have been a hair icon anyway, but mm. I think because of the fact I've met her, it just it's made even it even more. nicer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the reason I like her, again, she's similar to Corinne Bailey Ray. She's really, like, learnt her own hair texture over the years and learned how to manage it and looks amazing as a result. And she's the first person I've seen and been inspired to get a curly bob that's graduated, so it goes oh. high at the back, long at the front. Interesting. And it looks really, really good. Um, so, yeah. Would you do it yourself? I would, but the problem with it is I think her texture is slightly looser. Yeah. Well, quite a bit looser, actually. So it just sits a bit different. I'm not sure how it would work on mine, but um, I just I just like it because she clearly, she just, you know, does her own thing. She wanted to try that and she just did it. And I've just not seen people with that hair cut before. So 
Yeah, I'm a big fan of hers. Yeah, good choices there. And yeah. I think about the kind of similar type hair. They're both, I guess they both just seem to let their hair kind of just hang naturally, just don't be, they? Yeah. yeah, just let it be. So whereas the other two that we had previously were more into styling and doing funky yeah. things with it, these two are just known for really just letting their natural hair yeah, Flag. they're almost a bit boho, you know. Yeah, kind of. I really like that. So, and then so number seven, I think these two. These are probably, probably more mine. Um, but I'd... I totally agree with them. <laughs> totally. In fact, I'm surprised I didn't put them on, given that I'm so into braids. But yeah, go so ahead. yeah, probably to braid. I'd say probably braid icons, really. So whenever people think of particularly box braids, I'd say it's probably these two. Um, acts that you probably think of so the first one is brandy um probably more kind of brandy in the in the 90s that kind of moesha look she was known for those when she first kind of came out as a singer um she had those box braids i remember when i was younger i had a similar hairstyle as well and it was just oh yeah you've got hair like brandy yeah really and i think even now when i think of her I'll still always imagine that hairstyle so many years yeah, later. That's what comes sorts. to mind. She's had all she's sorts had since, so but... many different hairstyles since, but that is what springs to mind whenever I think of um whenever I think of her now. That yeah, kind of sometimes she had a bob, sometimes slightly longer. Yeah. Um she's had them really skinny, like tiny yeah. micro braids. She's had really chunky ones. I think she did some sort of like twists as well at one point. She has, yeah. She really suits those styles because I think there was a phase, I think it was that album she had called Full Moon. Oh, yeah. Yes. Where she went like weave straight with a fringe. It just wasn't it, No, it just right. wasn't her, no. It wasn't right at no. all. I think the braids definitely suit her. They just really, really seem to suit her face. I think she, she found an image there that really just She's got quite for strong her. features though, hasn't yes, she? Like yeah. Her eyes and her nose, everything's very... She's quite like sort of African features, yeah. actually, and I just think it works very well. Definitely. So, yeah, she's um, somebody who I definitely call a hair icon. Yeah. Um, and with that, um, similar kind of style, but um, longer. So the act, the girl, um, the girl band Jade from the 90s yeah. had the really long box braid. So, again, I kind of think that with that act, if, you know, if people aren't aware of them, when you see people with the long, big, chunky braids, it's a jade look. I mean, I remember when you did my hair, I said, I want hair like jade. <laughs> and that's, yeah. you know, even now, I think people still do associate that look with um, with them. I mean, I remember growing up um, during that time, a lot of the girl groups, you know, R&B girl groups, they did, they'd have relaxers or weaves and stuff, whereas they came with their, you know, the big chunky braids. Okay. And it was a much more accessible look for, a, you know, a teenager living in Manchester whose who's mum wasn't going to pay for me to get a weave or something. Yeah. That was so much more accessible and I could feel like, oh yeah, I can I can rock that. I can do that to my hair. Um, and I think they probably did encourage a lot of people to, oh, totally. to have that image. Because braiding hair is so much cheaper than exactly. relaxers and products or human hair like it's dirt cheap isn't it like talking a couple of pounds yeah so so cheap so easy bit of nostalgia there i think yeah. for those two yeah definitely and i'm sure if we've got like younger listening listeners they'll be like who you'll have to google, google them. it google them google them yeah um so number six oh t- these two are really high like probably would be further up on the list in my head actually <laughs> because i do think about them all the time <laughs> Um, but they are Lisa Bonet is the first one. Yes. Um, I mean, she's just 
what I love about her is she's had the same hairstyle forever, forever, <laughs> and she don't care. But she still looks good. She still looks amazing with it. And she's got no. It seems like no inclination to change it or do anything different. Um, and I kind of wondered about that because she's so pretty. She could, yeah, you know, wear lots of different hairstyles, have lots of different looks and things, but she doesn't. So I Googled her and it said in an interview, I've had my hair in dreadlocks for a really long time. It's probably been 20 something years now. I went for it because I couldn't stand the hours of tending and unravelling my hair. It would not up and I don't like going to hair salons. It seemed like the natural solution. It's hilarious when people who don't know about dreads wonder, do you wash it? The answer is, of course. (laughs) So, yeah, she just uh, sort of saying it how it is being really honest about that, that she just had had enough. Yeah, I think I love that. She's just been so honest about it. She's not, I don't know, she hasn't kind of gone into some deep, meaningful, having some spiritual moment or whatever. She's actually... A fashion thing. Exactly. She just thought, you know what? Yeah. I don't want to spend time, you know... I sometimes feel like that. Like, I feel like that is what my hair wants to do. It wants to be in dreadlocks. Yeah. Should I just let it do that? But I think the thing that stops me, because she proves that it can look amazing. Yeah. But the thing that stops me is that I re- I personally really like changing my hair and doing different things. And once you've gone down the dreadlocks route... That's permanent. Well, it is. Unless... Unless you chop it off, yeah. basically. And uh, I think I would, I, would, I would worry that I would do it, maybe get there and it's starting to like form into dreads. And then a week after be like, oh no, actually I want to try something different. So... That's the only reason, and that's why I really do like doing faux locks because it's like the kind of in-between, I get that kind of look without it being so permanent. (laughs) But there is a part of me that I do wish I could be a bit more like her and not bothered and just, it's just hair and, you know. No, I've got a lot of love for Lisa, I think. Yeah. And similarly, so it's it's a different style and different kind of look, but the same kind of approach is the author, Zadie Smith. Um, So, yeah. What do you think about her, Claire? Um, I think, yeah, in a similar way to Lisa, just the fact that she just seems so... Um, I don't even know... If, I don't even think laid back is the word. It's almost like a peace. She's got some kind of yeah. Yeah. peace. She's at peace with her hair yeah. and it just is yeah. <laughs> you know like it doesn't it's not a thing but it's not a thing to make a full podcast exactly out of. <laughs> <laughs> who would do such a thing no. it's just hair <laughs> yeah uh, equally because obviously she's known for her kind of turban hair yeah wrap. really really striking um looks amazing really suits her as well um and i wanted to know well what point did she decide to just do that all the time yeah. and she said the head wrap began as a way of saving time not being bothered to do my hair in any practical way, but also as a kind of symbol or allegiance with exactly that kind of African ancestry. Yeah. After all, many, many more women in the world wear something on their heads than don't. That's and a I really like, good point, isn't it? That's like a really interesting be, point. She said, I like to be part of that sisterhood. But it's true. Yeah, it totally is. But th- So there's, yeah, I think there's something about both of them. There seems to be a similar kind of energy in terms of how they approach their hair and how they view their hair. Yeah. I must say, because I sometimes wear a head wrap. And when I do, I do, I feel really like quite striking and yeah. regal. And almost, it is almost like a crown, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And almost liberated that, yeah, my hair's a mess underneath, but you can't <laughs> you <don't> see know. <laughs> that. And I still look good. So, yeah, yeah. I think going forward, I do want more head wraps. And I like her style of them as well, which yeah. is always like a really 
block bold colour. Yeah. Because the ones that I've got are all like patterned. So, yeah, totally inspired by her. She is, she doesn't show her hair often, but she's still a hair icon in terms of how she, how she is about her hair. I Definitely. Okay, okay. So where are we at? Number five. Number five. So actually, you know what? Interestingly, the first five, 10 to six were all doubles. Now that we've gone down yeah. to the top five, we've been quite clear in terms well, of who they are. That's the very coveted places. That's why. They are indeed. So number five. Is Alicia Keys. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is a, a really important one for me because I think, I'm trying to think when her video for Falling came out, I feel like, was it like Ooh, late, either 1999 was... or like 2000 or 2001? I think like it that. was around, I think it's probably about 2001. Yeah. Because I remember being home from uni and that video being on MTV all the time. Yeah. So that was kind of, yeah, like sort of college uni sort of time of our lives and and I think that's an age where you you are trying to find your own style and what works for you that's not just copying everybody else yeah which is ironic because I probably copied it but <laughs> but it's in a good way because it was something that I felt like was for my type of hair and that was the kind of Fulani braids that she showcased in that video and in quite a lot of her early videos yeah and you just never really saw people doing that with their no. hair at the time, you and know, making just, it cool, exactly, and not, and it, it not looking like you know you should be in the desert or something. You know? She was just there at her piano, yeah. and that was the way her hair yeah. was, or in a city like New York or whatever, and with her earrings and stuff. Yeah. I just, just thought it was really. She made it really, really cool and accessible, definitely. And I think also what was interesting is the fact that it was her. That was her debut single, and she had quite a you know a fairly kind of bold or alternative hairstyle like she wasn't being whitewashed for the you know for want of a better phrase and she wasn't made to kind of have the long flowing hair and then gradually oh yeah as she becomes more successful that's when she can be a bit more experimental yeah, with her hair which we see with other people exactly yeah. she kind of you know her first video we saw this style yeah. and that was kind of saying well you know what this is this is the way i look this yeah. is me yeah and she was kind of i think that's partly because she's so talented with the singing and the piano yes that, um, it wasn't too much of a distraction, was it? It's like, you know, she's so no. talented that actually... No. And I feel like she's continued to kind of do her own thing over all the years. I mean, she has had moments where she sort of looked a <laughs> bit more mainstream. So, but I mean, only in the sense that she should just wear her hair out, yeah. like sort of big, with maybe extensions in it curly. She's worn it straight. Um, she's cut it off short, which I'd say that's my worst time for her was when she kind of... I don't know what she was thinking. It was just really short and she had like a weird fringe yeah. thing going on. And But she's just experimenting because she can. Why not? Exactly. Um, but then more recently, she's been doing like really colourful braids again. And yes. like, I love that, that pink and orange neon thing. <laughs> um, I copied it straight away. You did a good job with that one. Thank you. <laughs> and that was one of my most successful YouTube videos of this year, actually. So... Yeah, I think she's just always sort of pushing the boat out, inspiring um, and making us want to try new stuff, I suppose. Yeah, good on her. Uh, she's great, her. yeah. Number four, should we talk about this one? So number four <laughs> doesn't necessarily do a lot with their hair, so yeah. to speak, but actually I think with this person, when you think of them, their hair is part of that look. The it's image, part of their, yeah. their classic image. And it's... Um, <laughs> singer-songwriter Sade. Yes. Who is, I mean, she's a legend in herself, like 
just because of who she is. But, um, you know, I think she's definitely known for kind of always having her hair just like so neatly kind of tied back quite smooth. Um, and it's quite, it's quite simple, but it's quite a striking look on her, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I, uh, I love that I've never seen her with her hair curly or <laughs> anything that looks like what I think would be a natural yeah. texture. But that's just not her thing. She wants to wear it like this. I don't know if she relaxes it. I don't know if it's I've just blown no dry. idea, no idea at all what, what her hair no. is like or should be like or anything. But it's become her trademark to have it like that. Totally. So actually, could I imagine her with the curly hair or plaits or something? I'm not sure. I'd be no. really, I'd be really confused by it, I yeah. think, now. She was to suddenly, like, appear Sorry, and have, like... Are you? Exactly. You'd be thinking, what's she doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it just wouldn't feel right, to be honest. But, um, yeah, she's definitely... Whilst it's a simple look, it's... I think she's definitely an icon purely because that is what I think of when I think of her. Yeah, she is. She is but it, even though it's straight as well, she's still... You can see, you can sense the texture there. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Which makes me think maybe it is just blow dried because she is mixed race. Yeah, so. well, she is. Isn't I she? think so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, do my research. Let's do my research. She's pretty much. Yeah, I think she is. I think she's got. Um, I think she's half African and yeah, maybe the other side is British or something. But yeah, she's definitely up there anyway because she's just so. She is an icon, and like you were saying, you sort of recognise her straight away. Number three. Number three, um, I think I probably have a bit of a girl crush on this, on this one. <laughs> well, she just burst onto the scene with just hair dominating. To totally, honest. totally dominating hair, just everywhere. Yeah, and everyone. She gave a lot of people hair envy. I think. Yeah, and he did wonder, like, how are you doing all that to your hair, and it still looks really healthy. So this person is Khalees, the singer. Yes. Obviously, she launched... Well, we all kind of know her from I Hate You So Much Right Now yeah. as being one of her first singles. But I think she was doing things before that, but um, that was like her big success Definitely. track. Because she just had such attitude and yeah. such like power. And then this beauty, which was just not conventional. At all. She just clearly was like, I want to have green hair, I'm having it. Yeah, this is, this is me. This is who I am. I'm going to be loud. I'm going to be bold. Yeah. I'm just going to be, yeah. you know. And I don't think she's ever changed that. I think that that is genuinely who she is. Yeah. Even when she married the rapper Naz, she yeah. had a, a green wedding dress. <laughs> you know, she just does what she wants. And she's so experimentative with her hair, which I love. Yeah, I think it's great. I think that, that's what I really like about her. I just think she's so experimental with it. So brave with it. Doesn't care. Um, like even when she chopped it all off, and had it really short. Um, yeah. Like, is it like Bossy? Was that the video I think I first yeah. saw her in? And I still thought, wow, that looks amazing. Like she just, I think pretty much most of the hairstyles that she's had have been quite strong, but maybe it's because of her confidence. So I think sometimes with people, it's not necessarily about a hairstyle suiting the shape of your face or whatever it is. It's just because I think if you, if you own it when you have it, you know, yeah. really are quite confident with it when you're rocking it, then... It's, it works. People can't really question it that much, can they? No, no, you're totally right. And she's done every colour, length, yeah, textures. You know, I feel I feel like if I did half the things she did, my hair would <laughs> be been broken off. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe again, sort of that thing of you look at someone think they have the same texture and same type of hair, but maybe she actually just yeah, her hair's probably quite strong, and I don't know. 
She probably looks after it a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's not, let's let's not get it twisted. All these people probably have hairdressers we'll have around teams. the clock. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, if I could have someone, you know, looking after my hair all the time, I'd probably be able to be a bit more experimental with it. But yeah. I just don't. I just don't. But no, yeah, Khalees is um, someone who I think has done so much with her hair over the years, and it's just always been every look has just been. Um, stand out really yeah and she's a trendsetter yeah so i think that's what makes her iconic i can't remember when she posted this but she did do a kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of i did this first type <laughs> post on instagram and i can't oh, remember really? what hairstyle it was for but it, it was something you know like that another celebrity had done this particular hairstyle and she oh, was yeah. like uh, hang on a minute did that ages ago so <laughs> she's really not afraid to just say what's on her mind and yeah I think she, yeah, I think you're right. She has been a trendsetter and influenced people. I think you probably didn't see many people with a brightly coloured hair no, before, before, she, her. Just, before no. she did it. I mean, obviously a lot of people then tried it and didn't quite work as yeah, well. Because you're not police. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember that, people. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's she's rememberable, definitely. Yeah. So we're down to our last two now. Our last two. So there was a bit of a, a challenge, wasn't there, between <laughs> yeah. these two, purely because our number two spot is someone who is just an icon generally. So I think this is why they got number two, because they are an icon, not no, not necessarily as much for their hair, but just in terms of who they are. But it's great in terms of the way that they have owned their hair yes. throughout that time, throughout their career. Reveal them. Oh, they are <laughs> the one and only Grace Jones. Yay! I mean, yeah. Obviously, she's kind of pretty much had, you know, that fairly, you know, the short, the short hair look for for decades. Um, but she's just owned it, and I think you know, growing up, especially in the eighties, she was probably one of very few black women that were in that were in the mainstream media anyway. Yet. She was just there, yes, you know, with her craziness and all, but she had this short hair, this short Afro hair, and she was just so striking with it. Um, so I think, I think she has to be, she definitely had to be, you know, within our top, our top few because of that. Yeah, that's it. I think probably a lot of the people we've spoken about as well have long hair or, you know, bigger hair or whatever. And hers has always been short. Yeah. And I think that's something that we've spoken about before, but that we get a bit hung up sometimes on length. And I think she proves that, yeah, you know, long hair isn't necessarily for everybody and it's not necessarily what is the best or the most beautiful. It just depends on how you own your hairstyle, whatever it is, totally. whatever length. And she really does that. And that's why she's so kind of iconic and, you know. Yeah, because she hasn't really had that many different styles or no, anything she she's pretty much kept it short and short yeah. high <laughs> yeah or sometimes just really closely shaven but i think just the way that she owns that hair in terms of her overall look is amazing and you're right she's never had to she's never had to kind of go down the route of having long wavy hair or anything yeah and i think she's kind of paved the way i think for a lot of other people who could have made this list yeah whether it be other models that's or- a good point darker skinned women basically yeah. in the spotlight. So um like the model Alec Wet, for yes. example. Yeah. You know, I do think that maybe if Grace Jones hadn't existed that 
certain other people like her might have gone a bit more unnoticed or whatever. Yeah. So she definitely did kind of set the bar for that for that kind of different look, I suppose, that, that fashion wasn't used to seeing. Definitely. It's weird. I don't look at Grace Jones and, and be like, I want my hair like that. No. Because I'm not Grace Jones. She's one <laughs> of a kind. And, you know, I did actually, I did try it once. I sort of, well, I was in this hair competition and the hairdresser that was doing my hair, this guy called Ben, he works for Trevor Sorby. He, uh, he wanted to go really, really wacky without cutting my hair. So he kind of styled it and manipulated it with pins and clips and things so that it looked short and high like Grace oh, Jones. Cool. And yeah, you know, it's really, really striking as well, but it just shows you like she was that every day. Yeah. Know? So yeah, it's not some, it's not a look that I would yeah, I don't... wear to work or anything no. personally, because I don't think I've got her feet. I've not got the right features like she has for She has it. such strong features. But you can definitely look at her and appreciate it. Yeah, you have to respect what she has respect what she achieved. Yeah, what she's exactly. done. Yeah, and so. what she's done for, like you say, what she's done for so many other people after yeah. her. She's really paved the way and influenced people. So, yeah. Yeah, so she's our number two, definitely. So. Drum roll. Drum roll. <laughs> number one. Number one. I feel like people can guess this because you think, oh, if this person's not been on this list yet, she's got to She's be got to be one. number one. Because she's probably the most talked about in terms of Afro hair of the last, like, decade. Decade, probably, yeah. yeah. I think it probably has been a decade now. Um, so this person is Solange Knowles. Yes. Is that still her name? She got married. Solange she got married, Ferguson, yeah. Or Knowles Ferguson. Um, yeah, I mean, it goes without <laughs> saying, like, she has come from a place that a lot of us have been where you're just sort of doing what you think you're supposed to do with your hair, wearing it in weaves, relaxing it, all yeah. sorts. And I think I think I remember looking at her and thinking at one point your hair's quite damaged around like the uh, hairline because it was clearly quite overprocessed mm. and things. And then it was just like boom, all of a sudden she just appeared with all these different not necessarily natural because she still wears a lot of weaves yeah. and wigs and things, but just different textures a more a more natural look yeah i'd say um i mean i think for me her probably yeah her, her wedding pictures were oh, just yeah. so iconic i had so i think i had so much envy over her i did but, I, I had a bit of regret though as well because i wore my hair straight and up in a bun for my wedding yeah. because i was kind of going for like a kind of audrey hepburn kind yeah. of vibe but then when I saw hers, I thought, oh, I should have done that. I should have actually just worn my hair big. And I know stuff. what you mean. I think a lot of people saw yeah. those and was like, oh, if only I'd done that. I might renew my vows in the future. <laughs> just so you can just do so it. I can wear a cape and an afro. But I think that just shows, though, how influential she yeah. has been. The fact that so many people are just like, yeah, that's Solange look. People, you know, I had to start to type in Solange into Google and it came with Solange Knowles wedding. Yeah. Like, just the image was just amazing I mean her whole look was was great but I think in terms of just being able to say do you know what this is this is me on my wedding day um yeah. that afro style and I think what I also find interesting is just that um given that you know she is the sister of one of the most famous women if not the famous most famous woman in the world that um she who who is I guess probably has more of you know, the long wavy looks yeah yeah, yeah. Solange is more known for having the more natural look I find just that contrast between the two of them is quite interesting yeah it'd be interesting to know if like Beyonce wasn't so famous 
if she would have felt able to, you know, be a bit more like Solange has been with her, yeah. hair, her textures and things. Because um, I, I, I mean, I think I've said this before, but I do think with Beyonce, there's a lot of branding there that yeah. she doesn't want to mess with too much because it is part of this, yeah, brand Beyonce. Exactly. Blonde, straight, long. Um, but that said, Whereas, she has over the over the last few she, years, yeah, she has felt able to experiment and yeah, like I don't know, she's doing more braids and things. She is, but is that because almost? I guess this is kind of moving away, but talking a bit more around the industry. But is that because she's got to a level now where she's been able to say so she can do anything? Had she been yeah. so experimental earlier on in her career, would she have? got to the level that she's at now who knows yeah it's true i suppose though equally you could say the same for solange like true. without beyonce would she be now in a position where she's a hair icon to us you know yeah <laughs> it's uh it's, it's an interesting know. one i think that the bottom line is though that in terms of hair to me solange is more iconic because she's more of what i would definitely. aspire to now definitely i think back in the day I was probably looking at Destiny's Child, like, yeah. oh yeah, I want All that. that but then, but then, yeah, actually, back then it was probably more like braiding and stuff. Yeah, they, they, you know, they did more of that. So, but yeah, I think Solange, and just in terms of the way, she, I think she's really kind of encouraged people and influenced people in terms of the natural hair movement and making people feel more comfortable or, more, or just more willing to try having yeah. a more natural look. And she talks about it a lot as well, like not in terms of that hair is so so important and you know, that you've got to be natural. Yeah. She made a point of saying that she's not like team natural. Exactly. But she just, she's free to do what she wants yeah. with her hair, as is everybody. So I think that that side of it's important. Like she spoke quite openly when she shaved it all off. Yes. Um, And then there was a piece, I think it was in, I don't know if you remember, she did an article with the Evening Standard in London. Oh, yes. And she had that and like they braided did the, halo um, and they... They edited uh, it, didn't they? They took it out through like uh, Photoshop or whatever. And she just uh, posted the picture or posted a picture from that shoot and put hashtag don't touch my hair. Yes. Which obviously goes with her song. <laughs> so that was just her way of like having a little dig at them without falling out with them completely. Exactly. She got paid. <laughs> <laughs> but in that article, she said um, that braiding is important to her and that she, for her, it's an act of beauty and an act of convenience and an act of tradition. Um, that is an art form, which I thought That's was a like, really nice way of summing it yeah, up, isn't totally. it? Because it is all of those things. Yeah, it is. So, and she's done a lot of braiding as well and different things. And yeah, I just think in terms of like what is relevant now, she is it. Definitely. She's like the one. She, so. I guess she almost actually, looking back through our list, she probably almost encapsulates all of them. A bit of everybody, yeah. yeah all does. the characteristics that we've talked about and the other people in terms of being comfortable with their hair, being laid back, maybe being a bit bold sometimes, um, you know, championing a natural hairstyle too. I think she really does kind of, she pulls it all together and she's, yeah. She does. That's why she's top of the list. She's the one. I wonder what she's going to do next. Then that's the whole point, isn't it? She just keeps you wondering what she's going to do next. And yeah, she is our number one. There was a few others that we had, but they didn't quite make the top 10. No, they didn't. Probably not because, just yet. Yeah, it's, it's because not just yet. And also 
but I guess we've just not seen enough from them just yet, but you can yeah. see the direction it's heading. So probably be worth just quickly mentioning them. So we've got Georgia Smith, yes. singer, British singer from Birmingham. I think she's from Birmingham. Um, she, she's a stunning girl. She wears a lot of like box braids, yes. which I love. The jade look. The jade look, <laughs> yeah. Um, but also she did shave her head and dyed it blonde at one point. Which looks really that good. That also really suited her. So I think I think she's part of a new generation, to be honest. Yeah. But, uh, unlike us, when we were teens and t- early 20s, they're not afraid to experiment. And because they've got the likes of Solange to look at, um, it's They know really that they're reflective. allowed to, yeah. yeah. It's like they've got permission now. They can be free yeah. to try those things without anyone, you know, saying to them, actually, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Or that it's not acceptable. So she's definitely, I think, a future star if she carries on in this direction. Definitely. I would love to plait her hair. I'm just waiting <laughs> for the phone call. <laughs> maybe one day. Maybe. It's coming, it's Maybe coming. she'll listen to this and, uh, yeah, who knows. And then we've got another two pe- uh, people on the future hair icons list. And I think it sort of shows where sort of celebrity is going as well. It's not just singers and actresses. Yeah. It's just people on Instagram now. Who are making know, a bit of a difference, aren't they? We call them influencers. Yes. But I, and I guess there's a good reason for that is because they are having an impact on other people in some way. Um, so there's a couple that we've got. So the first one, Freddie Harrell. Yes. Who, um, I mean, she's known for her her big hair, Um and big she hair, also, no care. Big hair, no care. Yeah. yeah, and you know she she has this business where she sells um kind of hair afro hair clippings, doesn't she? So she's kind of almost encouraging people to make their afros even bigger. Um, and it's it, it is a move away from again if we talk about when we were growing up. If you're going to add anything to your hair, it's usually to make it longer Smoother, and straighter, yeah, yeah. flatter. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas she's kind of going the other way and saying, Do you know what, make it bigger, make it kinkier and curlier. Yeah. Um, She's doing really, really well with it. It's so nice to see somebody, you know, an influence on such a scale that is going in that direction. Yeah, and that she's making a business out of it and totally. making money out of it as well. So, yeah, really like her. And then equally, um, in terms of like social media, the final person we have is um, the wig designer from The Wig Witch. So at The Wig Witch on Instagram. And her name's Gina. I've been following her for quite some time. Always liked her hair in the same way I like Freddie's. She does these wigs that are very like different natural textures, so different sort of variations of kinky and curly, and they all look great. They, like, they really look good. Um, but it was only recently that she really uh, made a mark on me as someone that I think is so inspirational. And it's because she suffers from alopecia, which I didn't realise, but she did this post about it very recently where she was explaining how um, it's been a real struggle for her and that she basically wants to just shave her hair off and sort of start again because covering it up it's just become too difficult even with all the wigs and things she just kind of wants to let it go so she did that she shaved her hair off and she's just honestly the amount of people that she's kind of touched she's really inspired people hasn't she she has because i think alopecia is one of those things that it's not talked about enough not at all and it's probably something we can do a podcast episode on in the future definitely um but she's really kind of like raised awareness of it and yeah. the kind of well, how having that makes a woman feel especially um so yeah she's really inspirational she looks great with the shaved head equally she looks great with all these wigs that yeah. she's designing which is just so good if, you know if i was going to buy a wig it would probably be from her, her they are very brand. impressive it has to be said yeah 
It's, uh, yeah, they're, they're the quality that just makes you think you wonder how many people are walking around with wigs on their head and yeah. you wouldn't even know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And, her, and she does all this and she's a mother of two, I think. Yeah, she's got two kids now. So Good she's honor. just really inspiring and I think definitely she's someone to watch now and in the future. Yeah, so a few a few extras there, people that we think are going to be having more impact on, you know, on Afro hair. yeah. In the future. Probably a good point now to just sort of say that if you have anybody that you think we've missed off the list. Yeah, let us know. can't believe didn't make the list. They may well have been on our our extended list. Yeah, 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 our reserves. (laughs) Please do let us know. Use the hashtag main of your own on any social media platform and we will have a look at those. Um, But yeah, that is our, our list for this year. Um, we hope that you have enjoyed it and it's perhaps made you reminisce a little bit as yeah. well and think towards the future. Um, I'm sure the list will be different again next year. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But that's it for now. Um, so, yeah. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.